0: You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. What's up, Denver? Chris Lopez here. And this is no newsflash to you, but the market is shifting. In fact, I'd say the market has shifted some and will probably shift more. So, I'm gonna walk you through the framework that I use. It's a four step framework that I use anytime I have like major change in my life or the market shifts. I don't have a crystal ball. I don't can't tell you exactly the best investment in the world to make or what to do, but I can take you through the framework that I go through and I found it very helpful. As I've talked to a bunch of clients and other people around town, walking them through these steps as well has been very helpful. So, Step number one is to take into account what the external factors are of the market, the macro conditions. So, and this is very much geared towards with real estate investing in mind, external factors. Inflation, high interest rates, and war. Not a great headline there, but that's kind of what's going on, we all know it. Um, but let me ask you this, what can you control out of those three things? Nothing, unfortunately. Um, can't control inflation, can't control the higher interest rates, and we really, unfortunately, can't control uh, the war going on. But it's very important to look at those things and say, hey, here's what's going on, and realize that you don't have control of it, so stop worrying about it, and say, okay, what's going on, and how has this historically affected investments? How is this gonna affect the economy? How's it gonna affect my job or my situation? So I think going through those items and those external factors are a very important thing. When I do that, it helps me really put in perspective what is going on and also what I have and don't have control over. And I find that relieves a lot of stress for me and also brings clarity. Number two, local conditions. This is the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast. Most of the people listening to this are investing in Denver or up and down the front range. So look at the local market conditions, assuming you're here in Denver or Springs, wherever you're at, but what is going on in the local market conditions? While we can't control those bigger economic conditions, uh, we have more insight into the local conditions. From a high level here, what's really important in investments, in real estate specifically? In my mind, it is supply, and demand. What is the supply of houses coming on the market to buy and sell? And what's the supply of rental properties coming to market? Since we're landlords, since we're investors, we really care about both of those. So supply and demand uh, for houses, we know what that is. We still don't have enough supply and a lot of demand. Now, I, I'm i really eager to see what the next month's numbers are like. I think supply will come up some, uh, but this might be you know, what we saw a couple years ago, we're still going to be very much in a seller's market with low supply. And we still very much have high demand. So the high demand being people are moving here, jobs are moving here, we're still seeing population growth. So demand is still going up, uh, supply might go up some, uh, but we still have that imbalance. And so what happens, we have more demand than supply, prices usually keep going up. Now, on the rental side as well, what's going on in the rental market? Do we have the supply and demand? Well, you know, from one perspective, with interest rates going up, it's gonna bump out a couple people from the the buyer pool. It's gonna bump out people who just unfortunately they financially can no longer afford a home. So they and they were stuck to the rental pool for a while. It's also gonna pop other people, like, you know what? I wanna chill for a bit. I don't wanna invest. I don't wanna do anything. I'm, I'm gonna sit here and just rent for another year. Uh, and so I think with higher interest rates, we're gonna see more renters out there. So as a landlord, that's a good sign for us because that means we still have high demand and low vacancy for rentals. The other thing to keep in mind here is that in the Denver market, in the last six recessions, prices continued to rise in five of those. So only in one of those did we see prices go down. And that was in 2008 when it was a real estate driven recession. And the recession that economists are saying are coming up soon, it's not gonna be a real estate driven recession. So number two is what's the local conditions and have a reality check on there. And we can talk a lot more data on there. There's a lot more trends, packets I can share with you, but supply and demand, is the most important thing. Number three, what is your situation? I know what my situation is, what is your situation? And by situation, I mean your goals, your financial position, uh, what your plans are, your job or your business, what's going on there? Now, we all, while we all have same conditions for external factors, number one, and number two, local conditions, Number three, we have a lot more control over and we're a lot more unique in that standpoint. So what is your situation? What are your goals? What's your cash on hand? What's your risk tolerance? What industry is your job or business in? Is this changing market a good thing, a bad thing, unknown? But really take stock about what your situation is. And this is the most important thing to focus on is your situation, because that's what you have control over. Again, I can't control interest rates, but I can control my situation, my spending, opportunities where I create for myself from an income standpoint. And I really think that is where the majority of time should be spent is understanding your situation and your risk tolerance. Because while numbers are very different today than they were 90 days ago, it's still a ton of investment opportunities out there and doesn't mean you're not gonna invest anymore. So what is your situation like? Has things changed? What's your risk tolerance? Do you need to keep more cash on hand? Do you wanna keep less cash on hand? Uh, So take stock in that, and I think this is a great time to do some reflecting, some goal setting. We are halfway through the year already somehow, So this is a great time to reevaluate everything. I mean, go into every single bank account, stock account, property account, write down numbers. Are you within your, your minimum cash thresholds? Are you allocated property? Like get a really good understanding about your financial picture on there and help with your goals. Now, if you need help with that, reach out to me. I definitely love talking about this. We're gonna be doing a lot more discussions around your situations and what opportunities align the marketplace for your situation. Like we are doing upgrades to Property Llama for better modeling. We will be doing another Portfolio Analysis Mastermind very soon this year, help people analyze their portfolio. So this is a big thing that I'll be focusing on and I really enjoy helping people. Last but not least, what opportunities do you have out there? Because while all the market is changing, when it comes to a lot of the main investment vehicles out there, we all have similar opportunities out there. So I lumped them into the main categories, stocks, crypto, and real estate investing, and keeping cash on hand. Now, of course, there's a lot more stuff. I'm gonna keep it very just broad and simplistic. Stocks are what, down about 20% or so for the year. Um, they're volatile, and you know, in times like this, We tend to see a lot more volatility and the stock market has been very high the last couple of years. Crypto, which I am not an active crypto investor in, you know, a lot of the crypto markets are down 50 or 80%. One of the reasons I've never invested crypto so far is because I like to see what happens in the bad times. Good times are one thing. I know the last, you know, whatever, I should have bought Bitcoin 10 years ago um, or even five years ago. We all know the run up that did but we don't know the true nature of an asset class or like a friend or a person until the bad times come. That's where you learn the true characters of a person, also the true characteristics of an investment. Like how does crypto uh, perform during recession? I don't know. It's gonna be fun to watch though. Real estate. Real estate's another asset class that we have access to. Now, one reason I'm very bullish on real estate steel is because it's a great hedge against inflation. I'm sure you've probably seen the headlines and articles that when inflation goes up, more money and more people invest in real estate. Why? Because it's a great hedge against inflation. Now, go look at how real estate performs with inflation and compare that to stocks, compare it to crypto. I don't think we will see any, any data on crypto, but you can find lots of historical stuff for bonds and stocks and other asset classes. So look at that. Now, when the market did go down, where it's been going down the last couple of weeks, I have bought a little bit of stocks. I like to buy on the dips. I mean, I spend a little bit of a little money on those, but it's still fun for me. But my main focus is real estate because it's a hedge against inflation. I have more control. But there's one more important aspect in here that the other asset classes don't give me: leverage. I can go out there and easily leverage with real estate. I can't go out there and easily leverage to get into crypto or stocks. And so one of the big reasons real estate is such a great wealth building uh, asset and we get so great returns is because we can utilize leverage. So as you look at these different asset classes, take time, figure out how things are performed through the good years, the bad years, how they align with your risk tolerance and how they're lining up with the Market conditions we're seeing, and also what your future plans are. Because here's one thing a lot of people aren't talking about right now while we are seeing lower cash flow, we're seeing the stock market and crypto uh, you know, returns go down, is you also have to protect yourself against inflation. Inflation is a silent killer, and it eats your returns away. Because while I can keep a lot of cash in the bank, I'm not a fan of that. Because I'm going to be losing, what, 8% right now to inflation this year or so? And that's just money that I'm losing in my bank account. So in my mind, there's a fine balance that's still staying cash, you know, heavy, six months reserves, you know my rules on there, but not too cash heavy because I don't want to lose out to inflation. So I've gone through all these opportunities here, and I can tell you what I'm doing. I bought some stocks just on the dip. I bought some, not buying crypto. Um, not buying real estate at the second, but that's just because I've got a lot of other stuff going on. But I'm lining things up to buy more real estate later this year with getting my tax returns back. I'm getting a new HELOC put in my primary and hopefully I can free up some more cash from other places. To go out there and guess what? Go out there and buy more real estate. Because what I don't want to do is leave a bunch of money and do nothing in the, in the savings account. But that is what works well for me. And I can go very confident looking forward and saying, hey, here's what I know is going on. Here's my options. I know I don't want to do this, this, or this. I'm putting my focus on these two things. That's what I'm doing. So that's why I highly encourage everyone to do out there is figure out what's right or wrong to you, what's a good fit for you, but really take stock of your situation and the opportunities that you have. Because over the next couple weeks, I should really say couple months, we're going to be producing more content talking about this, helping you figure out investment opportunities, where to place your capital. We're going to be doing more of these portfolio analysis masterminds. We're doing updates to Property Llama. I'm also going to do a lot more work on social media, a lot more postings on there, specifically LinkedIn and Instagram. So make sure you come plug into those. Why on social media? Because for current events, it's way easier to get fast information out there. Plus, when it comes to these type of topics, it's fun to have questions and answers. It's fun to have conversations. And podcasts are great, but they're a lot more of a one-way vehicle. Social media is a lot more of a two-way street, which I love talking and engaging people. So make sure you start getting plugged into my social media accounts. The handles will be in the show notes because we'll be posting more content on there. And if anyone has any questions on investment opportunities or they're struggling how to figure out this stuff or you're just having anxiety about this, don't know what to do, please reach out. I pride myself on my ability to help solve problems, put frameworks together, and I really enjoy doing that. So if anyone needs that help out there, please reach out to me. I do want to help people figure out their options and go out there and do the best investing they can in the current market conditions. I'll see you next week.